Hi guys, it's 6.09. I actually am feeling better today. Um, my last podcast was about the death of my mother. Um, and, you know, still, I'm still processing it. And it's going to take me some time to really get through these times. Um, I have my moments where... I cry and I think about everything that over the lifespan, how long I've known my mom and what my dad is going through and what my brothers and sisters are going through. And it's really very, um, it's really very unfortunate what happened. Um, and I mean, I don't want to say that it was, uh, that it was not, that it's, like why God like question God because I, I don't want to do that but I I definitely feel that like as the baby of the family and her daughter and I, I was always her little princess um and my mother treated me like the baby all my life <laughs> all my life um I've <clears throat> she always babied me that there was nothing my mother always loved me um uh you know, Paul, he was like, you call your mom when you're sick. I definitely did because that was my mom. And I felt like I I had more. <clears throat> I felt I would feel better after I called her when I was sick because that gave me reassurance and also made me realize your mother loves you. And she doesn't want you to be sick. She wants you to be at your peak of your health. And if something where she didn't want nothing to happen to you, she wanted you to get better because you were her child. And that's why I always, I mean, I always called my mom and whined to my mom whenever I was sick, cold, whatever, COVID. She would send care packages. She would send tea, all that. And it's just that. You know, um, I, yeah, it's just, I, I don't, I don't have that anymore. And, um, I mean, I've, um, it's just like whenever you lose, when you lose a parent, you definitely lose. It's a part of you that is gone. And when I say a part of you, I feel like, um, like you grow up as I mean you become an adult but for you there's a difference let me just say this there's a difference between um people who have parents so there's people who are loved by their parents and there's people that grow up and have parents but they go through the the survival mode and the survival mode means that you know, growing up as a child, you feel like you may, your parents may not love you and they may love you, but you, you are basically on survivor mode. So you're just, you're just living and you really don't depend or you, I mean, you may not feel that your parents love you, but they do, but you're just surviving. And I never really felt like I was surviving with my parents. I felt like I felt truly loved. My mom and dad, they, um, I mean, they loved all of us, all of us kids. I have two brothers and one sister, and I, 
I remember when I was living in Charlotte and I was, um, my toilet started leaking and um, that was my first house. Um, and my toilet started leaking and the the water was coming through the ceiling and I called my dad and I was, I was like whining. I, you know, I whined. So I called my dad and I was like, dad, I was like, my 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 ceiling is wet. I was just like, oh man, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Blah blah blah. And I was just like, you know, at the time I think I was I didn't have a boyfriend or anything like that. And so my dad, mom, and dad, you know, my mom was like, well, we're coming up there. And sure enough, like that weekend, they came up to Charlotte to fix my ceiling. Like, and they made it so that um, the way they did it, because they um, definitely they fix on how they like to fix on houses too so they made like a door and they cut the sheetrock out and everything and they fixed it they fixed it i was i was like oh thank you guys and you know they stayed up there the weekend and my mom she always whenever she came up she always cleaned up if she saw something that that she can fix she would do it she would cook she would clean she just she was the best mom i mean um, there was nothing that we could, we wanted or that we couldn't have, but it's just that now that she's gone, it's just like, I just feel like at, at an all time loss, um, at an all time loss because I mean, I can call my dad and talk to my dad about stuff and, but you know, it's nothing like my mom where, um, my dad, he's, he's still going through it right now, but, and he, I'm sure he would even tell me some things to help me out. But my mom would kind of push him to, you know, say the right things, too. So it's just that loss that dealing with it. And it's just it hurts. It's just like, you know, you have somebody who kind of guides you through life and lets you know what you need to do and what you need to take and how you need to act and how you need to treat people and you know and uh treat people the christian way and that's uh how to pray how to live and you know just a good role model and and just how to go throughout life and uh, and that's why i say i didn't go through survival mode where i had to figure things out i mean some stuff i had to figure out but there was always there was always uh, uh, what am I trying to say? There was always like a, <clears throat> uh, a guide, like a, a point. There was always like, you know, how you stay within the lines. There was always that traceable line or there was like a point where I, I can, if I follow this, if I follow this path, then that's going to lead me to a good life. If I do this, then that's going to, you know, I, if I don't stray away from this, it's like, if you don't stray away from God, you're still going to have a good life, right? Um, as long as you believe and my mom she always taught me that so it's just like um, I mean I'm gonna keep on the same path but it's just it's hard when you don't when you want to talk to somebody and you know your mom been there done that and she's already she's already know like my mom could tell when I was sick based off of how I was talking Um, so it's just like kind of hard it's like hard and just to have somebody be in your corner no matter if you're right or wrong even though you're wrong your mom was always in my corner 
and she was she would definitely let she wouldn't let nobody take advantage bully or anything like that and it's just like now now I gotta fight I don't want to say I gotta fight but it's just like you're vulnerable um so and I mean you really don't have now you feel like I mean my dad he's always gonna be in my corner but my mom she was like the strong one like she definitely was like in my corner like at all times so um just with that gone it's just like man God, that that just sucks. It just sucks. I just, you know, when I heard it, I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, man, I, you know, I wanted my mom to, my mom, she sewed a lot. She sewed. She was like the best seamstress. Like she can make literally probably anything that you can think of. Um, and I have my puppy business and, you know, I talked to my mom and I was like, mom, I want you to make my scarves and she was like, she said no at first. I was just like, you know, I was thinking of my mind this year. I was like, you know, I'm going to go home and I'm going to talk to her. And we're going to do a trial run. I was like, I'm going to buy some patterns, <clears throat> some cloth. And I want her to make it. And I, you know, if, if she makes it, then she'll say, oh, well, this is pretty darn easy. Then she would do it because at first she said no. And that's what I was going to lead with. And because I know if I bought it to her and she did it, then she would do it. Um, but after I figured I would have to do it in person because like over the phone, she was like, no. So, but having the opportunity to work with my mom, during, like to do that, it just breaks my heart. Um, also, another thing that makes me really sad is that I've never been married. Um... Not that I did not want to get married, but I feel like I just dragged my feet on the marriage thing or I didn't find the right guy or I was out in the streets too long. And um, I did not, like, I wanted my, I would, I would give anything in the world to have my mom, like, if I had a wedding and my mom to be there. And that desire is gone. Like, I don't even want to get married no more. Um, the desire to have kids is gone because I even talked to my mom about this. I was just like, mom, you know, if I have a baby or will you come to Texas for like, um, six months, three to six months to help me? She's like, yeah. And you know, my mom, she, she loves her grandkids. And I even talked to her. I was like, mom, you know, you can, my child can come over there for the summer and for the holidays and, you know, I was never going to let her not see or even have not have opportunity to spend with her with if I had a child <clears throat> to spend with them. Um, and that's taken away because I now I can't even honestly, I I've, I have no idea on how to on how to raise a child the right way like I can just uh, like the high level but I mean like if the baby got sick you know the old house remedies on how, what to do I, I, I have no clue and I mean yeah because I never experienced it and I I don't have my mom to show me um you know I just don't 
and I always like you know <clears throat> when females have their when females have their child, I'm just like I hope their mom was there, you know, because it's nothing like having your mom there to help you um, raise the kids. I mean, it's got it. It would be hard not to have her there, but I mean, you can. It's doable, but it just makes it much easier. Um, and a lot of females like me nowadays, like I know the younger girls or the younger generations, they're trying to do it on their own, but trust me and believe it's always good to have your mother there to show you the ways to show you how to raise your child. And then also it's always good to have a grandparent in that child's life so that it can, it just strengthens the, the relationship right so that grandparent will instill so much wisdom and so much knowledge within that child to let them know don't stray away from this path keep on this path and also um the grandparent their duty is to spoil the kid your duty as a parent is to install morals and making sure they live right making sure they grow up and they become responsible adults it's not to spoil and let the kid do whatever they want because at the end of the day whenever you spoil your kids they're gonna look at you as like they can run over you now the grandparent they can spoil because that's not their that's the grandparent that's their job is to spoil the kids not the parent the parent can spoil the kids but it's gonna turn it's gonna backfire um sorry um yeah it's gonna backfire on um on the parent i've seen it happen even with my brother my brother he um he spoiled his kids and they're spoiled to this day and when you do that you just kind of make your kids handicap and that means handicap to life they're more vulnerable to to pick up on habits that are not within the norm um it makes them not know what is morally right because then you're not teaching them what how it is to be how it is to be a kid how it is to be an adult and how a young adult and how is it to be an adult um whether it be gender-based or not gender-based, right? But at least they would know, okay, we're going to establish at a certain age, we're going to establish a worth ethic, right? So you're going to start doing chores. You're going to start, once you start doing chores, then they can start, you know, you can probably give them a little bit of money for the chores. And then after that, they will understand the value of money because then they'll have their money and they can save it up or they can um, spend it but whatever they choose that's on them then that established a work habit the worth ethic right so then when they get 15 or 16 then they can say hey i can get a job and i can earn more money and become more responsible and i can um go get my driver's permit and become a young adult a more responsible young adult versus where you give your kid everything then they don't have to work for it and that's what I definitely learned when I was young that my dad he instilled instilled in me very young um 
the importance and the value of money and how if you ain't got no money, you can't have it. Um, I remember I was at a gas, we were at a gas station and I, um, I was short like 10 cents on some chips and candy. And my dad was like, I'm not giving you the money because you should have bought all your money here to buy it. You're just, you just can't get it. And from that day on, I learned that I'm not going to go to the store and not have money. I'm going to make sure I go to the store and have enough money to buy what I wanted. Because the embarrassment of putting things back, showing that you don't have money on hand. And you have money, but you just couldn't get it. And trying to rely on somebody else, that, I mean, that just instills more faith in yourself and making you be become a more responsible person. Um, so, I mean, I learned that. And, then, you know, I did chores and I got a job when I was 15 and 16 and then I, you know, then I learned, um, and then I got another job, and I went to school, and I told my mom, and I told my mom, I'm ready to leave, I'm ready to leave the nest, so I moved out, and I've been growing ever since, so it's not like my parents, you know, they did a lot for us as kids, we, we traveled, we grew, we traveled, we shopped, we did everything, but they definitely instilled in us to work hard for your stuff. Nothing was ever given to us. <clears throat> um, I mean, not everything was given to us. We had to work for it. And that's what parents are lacking nowadays. And that's why kids are lashing out because parents are giving them everything they wanted. I want to go and talk about my brother for a minute. So his kids, he gave them everything. And they're still very dependent on him. Um, my niece, she didn't leave the house. Well, she barely just left the house um, probably a year ago or getting into the job. But she was very much still dependent on my brother. Same thing for my nephew. <clears throat> they had no desire to go to college. Um, they just felt like their parents would take care of them their whole lives. And they probably still have that mentality um, where they believe that their parents are going to take care of them their whole lives. Like they don't have to work for anything or they don't have to work hard for anything. They really haven't sweat or, you know, they just are spoiled. And now my brother's playing a price. He bought like a $100,000 truck. And I thought that was very stupid of him because I was just like, well, why would you buy this truck? And he's only 18 and he cannot, he's not a good driver like that. So that puts him in a predicament because now he has the, in certain states, <clears throat> my nephew can't drive because he doesn't have the experience on in driving in tight corners or tight roads or anything like that. Um, so my brother would have to do it. Um, so now I think, I believe he's trying to find him a new job. And that's what should have happened anyways. Like, you cannot give your kids everything. You're going to have, the, the your kids, you're going to have to let them learn that every, you got to work for some stuff in life. Because, you know what, these people at the job, they're just not going to give you promotions. They're just not going to say, hey, I'm going to give you this and that. They're not going to do that. You got to work for stuff. You really got to work for stuff. Um, and 
it's already hard enough as it is for blacks so you definitely got to work harder than um harder than the white people and um that's where good parenting come into uh, i remember mama was like i'm not your little friend and you know what she was my friend <laughs> she was a guide in life to help me get through life um help me learn the ways of life help me grow show me the ways teach me morals and values and respect your elders and also love unconditionally and live the right path and follow god right um nowadays that's just i don't know what we're going through right now i just feel like the world is probably coming to an end um and so many variables and um marriages are not lasting um people are not getting married and uh there's um tgx came and said that women are not needing men and it's and that's another i feel like that's another podcast that i want to talk about because um i feel like women are becoming more manly or trying to do things on their own because they now they figured out oh we can do this um but that's another podcast anyways yeah but all I'm saying is, guys, love your parents while they're here. Life can be taken unexpectedly from you um, because it doesn't matter how old you are, how old your parents are. There's nobody in the world that can take your parents' place. Um, yeah. Um, my mother lived a full life and... Um, I'm going to say this, like, um, doing the funeral, like preparing for it was probably one of the hardest things I had to do in my life. I feel like I probably could have walked across some coal, like lava and still been fine. Like my feet would have been, you know, my, I don't know, my skin probably would have been on my feet, but I would have definitely did that versus what I did with my mom because it's just when I tell you um I can't I I didn't have the strength for a lot of that that I was doing during the funeral process I I just I had this I I just didn't have the strength I I somehow got through it but I just don't see how I did it and it just I I never want anybody to go through that. Um, I just couldn't. It was something in my soul where I, when I saw my mom going to ground, I was just like, oh my God, I just want to go with her. Um, I don't want to be here. Um, <laughs> and I'm tearing up. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, I was just like, wow, she's gone. I just, I just. Oh my God! It's just like oh, she's gone. Um, uh, my goodness, it was uh, it was very tough. It was very t- it was very tough to see. Very tough. Very tough. Oh my goodness. Um, during the process of the funeral, I told my cousin. Um, I just felt like my aunt was really trying me. And I was just like, I am on the verge of just going with my mom. I was just like, I don't want to be here. 
I don't want to be here doing this. It just, I just was like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I just like, I just wanted to go and just disappear, like disappear. I wanted to go and disappear. And it just, I mean, y'all, it hurt so bad. It hurt so bad. Um, <clears throat> it's nothing like a mother's love. It really isn't. Um, it really isn't. I mean, yeah. I I don't know what I I can't remember what I said on my last podcast, but um. It was a very trying time. It was very trying. Very trying. I just... Yeah. But going back, kids, make sure your kids are raised right. Make sure they're raised right. You cannot be your kids' best friends because you can be their supporter, but friends, no. Because you know what? Your kids are always going to look up to somebody who really supports them. Like, it's like a mentor, right? But, um, yeah. Just can't. It's hard to go through life and try to figure stuff out. I mean, I'm almost 40. And, um, I just, I just don't have any. I mean, it's so sad that I say... I really don't have a desire to do any of what I just said. It just, I mean, it just breaks my heart. It just, I mean, it does because it's just like the one person that I really wanted to share it with is gone. And I, I don't have that, I don't have that, I don't have that opportunity to even do that. And then I was, there's so many plans I was making. I was, you know, parents was married for 40, 40 years. And I told my mom, I was like, you know, we're going to throw y'all a party for your 50th. Don't even have that opportunity. My dad is sad. He's, his, the love of his life is gone. Um, <clears throat> he has no desire to marry anybody else. Um, he's actually probably trying, preparing himself to go. Or wondering, he's, better yet, my dad is wondering why he didn't go before my mom. Because he wanted to go before her. And he was preparing us for him to go. And I think he thinks that it would have been easier. I mean, I would have felt the same way if my dad was gone too. But he's definitely um, older than my mom. And he was he was more... My mom, I feel like my mom, she was accepting of leaving as well. But my, my dad was more prepared. More, I feel, I don't know. It just seemed like he was like accepting that he was ready to leave. Um, and now he has to change his thought process on not leaving because now he has to take the place of my mom. Um, and by me that helping raise the grandbabies and making sure they follow on the right path and go to church and everything. So, but anyways, guys, um, that's all I had to say. Um, God bless everybody. Make sure you love on those who are dear to you. And make sure that you tell 
the person who you really love, you love. And don't don't let anybody like if you if you don't have a close relationship with your mom, I'm gonna need for you to get a close relationship with her and love on her. And like I said, most kids they are out of survival mode and some people like when your mom dies you may not feel anything because you may be hurt because you may feel that your mom wasn't there your mom may have kicked you out or or chose somebody else over you and that's I'm not saying that it's okay I'm saying that um I'm saying that um sometimes you need to forgive and love your mom and love your dad I mean, sometimes they try to do the best for you. Yeah, they just try. I mean, it's hard to do the best for all the kids, but you try to do the best that you can. But some kids, it's just hard for them to realize that your parents, they love you and they want the best for you and they don't want to see you suffer. Um, Some parents, they do in a selfish, some parents put their needs before the kids and I'm not saying that's not right but or they might be scared and they probably tried all the best that they could um to help the kids and it's just not working out so they had to do x y and z um not I'm not saying that's good or bad neither but it's just depending on the parent um but like I said it's based, some kids are ba- um, raised out of love and some kids are raised off of survival. Which one are you?